Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we just wrapped up yet another Indian Wells. And man, oh, man, was it crazy. Bryce, you are actually still (laughs) in and around the area. Talk to us about Indian Wells and what was your experience, sir? Well, first of all, you're absolutely right. I'm still here in Palm Springs and going to be here for a little minute, you know. But, um, yeah, all I'm going to say is, bet you didn't expect that, huh? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And and, and you know what? (laughs) Once again, we've talked so much about missing the big three, missing Venus and Serena. Yes. Osaka wasn't here. Barty wasn't here. But for me personally... That makes the tournament so much more exciting because you just don't know who's going to win. Absolutely. And it's an opportunity for so many people to come through. And I tell you, right now, won't nobody testify on that like Cam Nori and Paula Bedosa. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you had called their name out before this tournament started, hey, then then you deserve some spoils because I do not think that a lot of people would have had those two winning this tournament. Oh, no, not no, at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> and um, But before we get into the results, you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the experience that we had. So we were here, yes. you know, the duration of the tournament, got a chance to see some really great matches, got an opportunity to meet new listeners that we had not met before. And, and, and that right. was amazing. Made some, some new contacts. Um, the weather was, I don't know how I came through on the TV, <laughs> but the weather was amazing. And, amazing. Um, and because, you know, they say, you know, the, the typical snowbirds weren't here like they are in March. Um, it wasn't a crowded event, so it felt very comfortable, not overcrowded. Right. I really enjoyed it. I mean, how about you, Isaac? Same thing, Bryce. I mean, it was a really, really awesome event. I thought, like you said, the weather was perfect. It wasn't, uh, you know, any days where it was just absolutely on blaze and you were burning up. Uh, it was just really, really, really good temperatures. There was one day where it got a little bit windy, but it's always kind of windy up in Indian Wells in the Palm Springs area. Uh, but overall, the weather I thought was just it was it was fantastic, and the grounds were 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 awesome. It was nice walking around Indian Wells again. So overall, man, it was an awesome awesome time. All right. Yeah. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead. There's lots to talk about. Let's let's go ahead and yes. jump into the the women's draw, right? So yes, yes, um, yes. You know. I don't even know where you want to start with this, but maybe we start at the quarterfinals, <laughs> right? There you the, go. Yeah, let's start Right. There. So, you know, we thought in the quarterfinals that we had some some really good matchups here, you know. Um, you had Jabur coming through. You had uh, Paula Badoza coming through over Angelique Kerber. Um, you had Zarenka coming through over Jessica Pagula, who had had a great tournament. Yes, she did. Absolutely. Uh, and you had Ostapenko, um, whoever found her, uh, coming out over <laughs> Shelby Rogers. So, I mean, Isaac, what did you think about having those players coming through out of the quarterfinals uh, at Indian Wells based upon, you know, not having the good Pliskova come through, not having some of the other top players come right. through? 
Right. I mean, I, I think it just kind of speaks to what we've been seeing as a trend uh, in the in in the different tournaments. It seems like week on week off, there are just certain ladies that just enjoy the surface a little bit more. They feel in their game a little bit more. So we're seeing a lot of, of variety as it relates to folks who are, are getting through. Um, Anshabur has been very, you know, she's been more and more consistent, which has really been nice to see. Uh, so really, mm-hmm. really great seeing her make it, you know, make it through and, and going deep in the tournament. And similar to Paula Badosa. I mean, we honestly really kind of started seeing both of them um, earlier this year at the one uh, clay court tournament, tournament that was in the U.S. That's at least for me where I really started thinking mm-hmm. about Jabur and Badosa. So to see them now getting deep in these really, really big tournaments is really, really, it's really nice to see. And of course, then you've got, you know, the old guard, like you've got a Kerber, you've got a Azarenka, of course, who, who, you know, has, is, is still, you know, plodding her way, trying mm-hmm. to make, you know, tr- you know, still make her presence known and felt. Um, so it was great seeing her have a, a, g- a really, really strong week, excuse me, not a good week, but a very strong week. Um, so, right. so that was awesome, man. And again, Ostapenka, you know, that's my girl, Ostapenka. I mean, she, she, <laughs> she's just wild, man. So when her game is on, she is quite dangerous, quite, quite dangerous. Um, again, when she's not watch out if you're sitting in the first row, but apparently this week she, she <laughs> had her game right. And she really, really showed up. And that match she played against Shelby was, was fantastic. I mean, she, she, she got it done. And kudos to Shelby for making, you know, again, making it, making it far and taking out, you know, our, our U.S. Open finalist, Leila Fernandez. That match was incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about some of, uh, of the disappointments we had this week. So if, if we want to yeah. call them that. So, <laughs> right, you know, right. obviously we're still on the Leila Fernandez train and, uh, you know, we wanted yes. to see her come through that match. Uh, but you know, Shelby, you know, was able to come through there. Um, the talk mm-hmm, of the women's mm-hmm. tour, Emma Raducanu. Yes. Yes. Got stolen in the first round or in her second or her first round, the second round of the tournament, though. Um, Sasnovich was like, nah, sis. <laughs> 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 These are not the U.S. Open courts. So I got a little something for you and gave her a whole biscuit. So that was a little, you know, disappointing. But at the same time, we we know how it is when newer, younger players, you know, do something, you know, outrageous, like win a Grand Slam. Um, It's going to be a minute before they actually settle and get themselves right again. And plus, it puts a big old target on their back because everybody now wants to beat you. (laughs) And that's what Sasnovich was like. I want to beat you. And she got it done. Uh, weren't you a little surprised that Sakari went out to go, you bitch? I, you know, I was. I was. Because quietly, I think I think Sakari, this was the tournament I actually picked her to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, listeners, if you listen to the episode where we made our predictions, you can just, Ooh, yeah. Just, just cancel it. Just, just. Because, <laughs> yeah. man, oh, man, I think I had uh, uh, Sakari or uh yeah, I had Sakri versus like Svitolina and Sakri winning the tournament. So that was just dumb on my part. Um, so, yeah, because neither one of them really did much of anything. So, yeah, that, of course, to me was very much uh, surprising to see her uh, to see her go out like that. But, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. How, talk to me about the Halep uh, going out, because I think that, you know, we had Halep kind of going far and she went out to Sazovich. So Sazovich actually had a very nice tournament. 
she had a very good tournament, and clearly Simona Halep still needs Darren Cahill. So <laughs> that, you know, we'll, we'll leave that right there. Um, look, <sighs> Sloan Stevens, you know, it was tough going against Jessica Pagula. I mean, that, you know, Pagula, yes. look, Pagula may soon be the top American woman. She, you better speak on it because quietly, if 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 Jessica Pagula plays the way she played against Sloane Stevens, and honestly against Fitalina as well, gave her them two breadsticks. Mm-hmm. Let y'all breadsticks, hear me? <laughs> breadsticks, a top five player who bred two breadsticks. Um, yep. Jessica Pagula was playing some ball. We were fortunate enough to be sitting uh, in the stands watching her and Sloane. And I'm sorry, she just outplayed Sloan on every single front. And we, Sloan is known for being, you know, the, the you know defensive player and, and scooting around the court. Jessica Bagula that night was like, you know what, sis? I got wheels and I got defense for you. So I'm going to throw that off, as well as my big serve, which is bigger than yours, as well as my big flat ground strokes, which are bigger and flatter than yours. And it was just it was, it, it, I mean, like I said, Sloan did not play bad. Jesse just played that well that she handled up on Sloan. And I know that was disappointing for Sloan, but hopefully she recognizes that she just got a red hot Pagula at, at, in that particular match. Right. Now, I'm, I'm curious, what do you think about Andrescu? Now, you know, she went out to Contivate, who <laughs> yeah. we all know is, is a dangerous player. But yes. You know, and, and, you know, we love her coach, Sven. Uh, yes, yes, Sven is but the But the thing is, she looks to me still like she's a bit of a shell of the player that we saw two years ago. I agree with that, Bryce. I do. I, I don't think that that level of, of consistent fight that she had before that got her to, you know, two Masters one or, or, or two 1,000 tournament wins and the U.S. Open, it, it just doesn't... Mm-hmm quite seem like it's there consistently you see it in it like matching you know this match or that match but like for an entire tournament we just haven't seen that like we did two years ago so like you're saying it just kind of she's a bit of a shell of herself and I don't know if it's just a matter of her having more of a normal year so maybe 2022 things will change and shape up and she'll be more consistent but I don't know that I, if I don't know that I'll count on that to be very honest with you, based on what I've seen. Right. Yeah. Right. How? I mean, t- what about your feelings on it, bro? Well, and and you know, I was there at the match that she lost. Yes. Um, and um, actually, was sitting not too far behind Sven. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just there is something that is missing. And I don't know what the, I don't know, like, I can't put my finger on it exactly. Um, I can't say it's effort. I can't say, I mean, it, it just feels like something is missing. And, um, and right. it, look, right. Finn has taken a lot of notes at these matches. So, you know, hopefully it's something, <laughs> you know, that they're able to figure out. But as of right now, I don't think when you're looking at a tournament, and you're looking at and you're trying to predict who are the contenders for a particular tournament. I don't think you can really have her name in that list right now. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I would, I would have to agree with you. But then, it, it, but then we say that, and it's like she may fire it up. Just like again, what we're seeing week in and week out is there's just it depends on the surface and it depends on mm-hmm. that player on that particular week. I mean, if they fired up and they excited, 
they they can very easily run through and snatch them a title. And that's kind of what we're seeing right now on the ladies, uh, you know, side of the field is that, you know, again, if 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 you fired up enough, you you can get through and you can win five, six, seven matches and take home that 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 trophy. It's 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 really an interesting time. I know some people may be frustrated with it, but I actually love it. I love the variety. I love the fact mm-hmm. that it's it's, you know, unpredictable. Yeah, sure. I, I threw out a bunch of, you know, my predictions were horrible this week. But at the same time, it was still great tennis. It was great, great tennis. So from that right. standpoint, I, I'm enjoying this. I really am. How about you, bro? What is, what's your sentiment on it? Well, and, and, and I just wanted to, like, just one more person I wanted to bring up. And it's someone that I think we had high hopes for. And that was Coco Golf. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, she got caught up in the Bedosa train. You know, Woo. which we definitely need to talk about. Right. Uh, the the two whole biscuits that she took there um, <laughs> before Pedosa went on uh, to, to send Krachikova home. But, you know, right. <laughs> yeah, it, once again, I'm just echoing what you're saying, that it's really exciting yeah. when you can go into a tournament and you really don't know who's going to win. Um, and, I, and I think mm-hmm. on one of our shows or something, somebody had made a comment like, this is what made it unenjoy- unenjoyable for them. And I didn't understand that because it's like, right. what can be unenjoyable is when it's the same people winning all the time. Right, right. And when right. they get in and they scrap and you don't know who's going to win, to me, that's very exciting. So let's do this. Let's jump to the semifinals mm-hmm. where we know we had, uh, in one semifinal, we had oh, Ostapenko. Ostapenko. Against Miss Azarenka <laughs> and Ostapenko took yes. that first set 6-3, but Azarenka had the experience here. Right. I believe, though, early in the set, though, I thought, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bryson, because I'm probably wrong. I thought, I, I thought Ostapenko had, like, a break. I thought they, like, broke one another real quick early in the second because I was like, ooh, Ostapenko's up a set and, you know, she's got some momentum. And then Azarenka was like, nah, sis. Um, and if it felt like that was when Azarenka really, really started kind of getting herself and her game on, on track, if you will. Right, right. And and that's who we expected to come through. I mean, Azarenka is so experienced, a two-time champion here right. at Indian Wells. Um, but it was good right. to see Ostapenko again because we know basically since she won that French Open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just been, yeah, there go that girl. Right. You know, you know, just there she is. You exactly. know, what's she, what she going to do this week? She, she, um, knew she, she had made it for the Hall of Fame. So <laughs> I'm just it. saying. I'm just Stop saying. Apparently, that's it. all you got to do to make the Hall of Stop Fame. It. So uh, she knew she was good. So she could chill for a minute. <laughs> you know? That bar is low. So anyway. That bar is low. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> That's he, another topic for, for another, another day. day, right? We are definitely going to hit, y'all. <laughs> now, the other semifinal, uh, Bedosa uh-huh. against Anz Jabur, uh, that was something that we were really anticipating. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that, you know, because, again, you've got the creativity of Anz Jabur, and then you've got, you know, the, the you know, the fight and, you know, of Bedosa, the big game of Bedosa. You know, the Sharapova look-alike, a look-alike, if you will. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it just, that that match was 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 definitely intriguing. And, and 
I thought it was a good match. I mean, again, it was pretty straightforward for Bedosa, but I, th- I thought it was good. And I thought Ons did just a really great job of getting, you know, to that point through the tournament as well. So, Right. But shout out to in the semifinals, you had the 12th seed versus the 21st seed and the 24th mm-hmm. seed versus the 27th seed. So once again, if right. anybody called this, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. It was Bedosa and Azarenka, and I don't know how people felt about that. And I like both of these ladies a lot, but I don't think you could have gotten a better final. Yeah. I it, you tell me you, you had to tell me if you if you did. Because that match, that match was incredible. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, talk about intense. It was it was a fight from the start to the finish. I mean, the second set, yes. you kind of saw Azarenka really kind of kind of stepped their game up. And in my eyes, I kind of felt like Paula was like, it's all good. I took the first set. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, if, she, if she gets it, that's okay. But I'm going to do what I need to mm-hmm. do in this third set. So, but they were still fighting, though. And that second set was, still wasn't any joke. It was a really, really good competitive set. Right. Yeah. No, it 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 was a great win, and you know, for Bedosa to be the first Spanish woman to win Indian Wells, right. Um, right. You know, we met her when we were in New York. You know, just a beautiful spirit yes. uh, she was. Very happy she for was. her. And I look, I think as she progresses in her career, she's a perennial top tenner. Uh, absolutely, and quietly, who needs to be very, very much looking over their shoulder is uh, Garbina Muguruza because she will very <laughs> right. soon, in my eyes, be the number one uh, Spanish female because she she is playing right. ridiculous tennis right now, really ridiculous. I yeah. I still can't believe. I mean, Bryce, when she was down and Azarenka was serving for the match, and she was like, "You know what, sis? We're not done. <laughs> We're not done." It ain't right for you right. to break me. It ain't right. We must take this to a tiebreaker. And she played right. some of the best. I, it was amazing, bro. That, Like I said, that final was incredible, y'all. Right. And Lindsay Davenport said it. I mean, you know, Bedosa, you know, the spoils went to the aggressor. That's right. And it, it did. And, and so shout out to her, uh, to Paula Bedosa. Yes. Um, yeah. Before we, and like you oh, said, shout out again. It, 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 sorry to undercut you there, Bryce, but no, as, as well, it, it, Azarenka, so happy for her. So proud of mm-hmm. her. Getting, getting back to yep. the final. I know she was trying to, they kept saying that she's trying to make history as far as with Indian Wells and with that title. Um, but regardless of that, she played an excellent tournament, played a phenomenal yep. match. And I think James Be- James Blake actually said it best. To me, that match didn't. De- there was no loser. To me, there was just right. someone that came up just slightly short because they, them ladies, balled. Man, that was such a good match. Right, and like I said, even if you put a couple big names in there, I don't know that you get a better match. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, man. Before before we get off of the women, we just want to acknowledge, you know, that little doubles action happened as well. Yes. And uh, we yes. was at, we were at this match. Um, Shea Sway mm-hmm. and Elise Mertens uh, showed Rabakina mm-hmm. and Kuda Matova. Kuda. <laughs> Kuda. Showed them what time it was. Like, they, they, they got the number two doubles team in the world for nothing. Exactly. Exactly. They they were like, listen, we we earned this ranking, so don't don't get it twisted. It was a great it, match. It was a really good match. So shout out to them. And also, they came out today, I think, with the listing of the pairs that have qualified for the year in championship. And just want to shout out mm-hmm. 
Mikoko for making it as the number 16. Woo! Yes. So Coco goes to her first year-ending championships um, as a part of the du- the doubles tournament. Nice. Wouldn't that be wild if that was the, if they could get in there and snatch that one? <laughs> oh, I would love it. I would. Love, well, I hope Katie is going to be healthy. Yeah, you yeah, know that's, that's going to be key. Yeah, to, good point to be able to play. So right. let's do this. Let's jump over to the men, right? And so you know, beginning of the tournament, you know, we're thinking Medvedev, we're thinking Zarev, we're thinking Tsitsipas. None of that. <laughs> None, None of, of it. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Yeah. What? And see, this is the men's draw being more like the women's draw. And, and just right. completely unexpected. A lot of different upsets. Um, but again, really, really, really good tennis, y'all. Very, very good competitive right. tennis. So let, let, let's do this. Let's go ahead and jump to the quarterfinals, right? Yes, Where yes. Dimitrov was in the quarterfinals because he had a surprise upset over Medvedev. Mm-hmm. Right. And Herkich was like, hold my beer. I'm going to take out another Russian. <laughs> he took out Karatsev, <laughs> told him to go focus in on the doubles. Right. And Ooh. we had an amazing match between Dimitrov and Herkich. Yeah, yeah, that match was fire. I mean, they were going back and forth. They were fighting. And, it, it, you know, and like I said, both of these guys are on my squads. So it was really tough to figure out which one I wanted to win. I was kind of throwing it up in the air. Mm-hmm. But kudos to Grigor, man. I, I'm hoping that this is a little bit of a resurgence for him um, because he really, really played some outstanding tennis during this tournament. It was, it was, it was really nice to see. Yeah, it, it was good to see. Yeah. Um, so then in the next quarter, you know, I, and I was a little surprised with this, Schwartzman upset Casper Rude right. to make it into the quarters. And mm-hmm. um, Mr. Cam Norrie, who, like I said, been knocking on my varsity door for a minute, uh, had to finally open <laughs> it on up. Um, <laughs> you know, he took out Tommy Paul in, in a very good three-set match. Um, uh, to face right. Schwartzman, and I guess after he had to go three sets with uh, Tommy Paul, he said, "We're not gonna make this real long now with Diego." <laughs> Apparently, that Tommy Paul match was a wake up call because he was like, "Now listen, <laughs> a couple of y'all, I'm tired of y'all now," because he handed out some bread in the next two matches. <laughs> oh my goodness! Schwartzman took the bagel and the whole biscuit in the quarters, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, just go, just go collect your check, bro. Just get your check, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> but one now, thing I will say though is, uh, shout out real quick to Tommy Paul. Good, good tournament uh-huh. for him. Nice win against Rublev. Yep. Actually, was on court for that match, and he played some outstanding tennis against uh, Andre Rublev. And again, Tommy, it's so funny, Bryce, because you and I both commented on this. Tommy looks as though he's a lot like smaller than he actually is in person. He's actually the same like height and right. size as Rublev. In fact, he's a bit thicker than Rublev. So it was just really interesting to see those two going at it. But shout out to him for a really nice week, or a couple weeks rather. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah. Um, then 
you know, next section, we had mm-hmm. Taylor Fritz with the upset over Yannick Sinner. Right? I definitely didn't call that. Well, Yannick Sinner and before that, Berrettini. So Taylor right? Fritz had him a – I tell you what, once again, stepping out there, Taylor Fritz was like, now listen, I'm going to have me a good week at some point. And apparently <laughs> it's going to be in your world. Because that boy took right. out Berrettini, then took out Sinner, then took out Zverev. Yes, bro. And and Zarev got there by taking yep. out Monfils, which Monfils. let's be clear at this stage yeah. of the game, Monfils making it to losing to Zarev was a good result for him. That that was a good result. Exactly, bro. Speak on it. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. I mean, so it looks like Monfils is kind of coming around a little bit. Maybe marriage is good for him. I think, you know, I think um, it might be. Yeah, Zeref was like, I don't care about your marriage. You want to go ahead and take this breadstick and a 6-3 out the door. <laughs> but then he lost, it, like you said, in a third set tiebreaker to Taylor Fritz. And um, didn't Zeref, like, serve for it? He had, my fact, he had two match points. He did. Yes, he did. Absolutely. Yeah, it was just he could he couldn't he couldn't. I, I, I think he got nervous because he realized who he'd be playing in that next match. Um, and I'll let you speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to let you be able to do the so, post you wanted to do, Bryce. <laughs> okay. So I was really mad at Zero. I'm going to tell you in a minute why I was. So in the final quarter, we had CeCe Paz yes. come through and a three-setter against Demonura. Uh That was a really mm-hmm. good match. But we expected yes, for CeCe Paz to come through in that one. Um but Silas Feely, I mean, he has been having a remarkable, remarkable year. And so he took care of yes. Karen Hatchinoff, which kind of expected. Um, and then he got into that quarterfinal with Pops. Now, he this quarterfinal was played prior to the uh, Zerv-Taylor Fritz quarterfinal. So when Basilis Feely upset right. Pops. I was like, okay, now we got Fist of Fury here in the semifinals. <laughs> you know, he, we could have him meeting the other punch out champ, <laughs> Alexander Zverev, and we could just have a Royal Rumble in the yes. semifinals. But the one time I vote for Zverev when he's not playing um, Novak, uh-huh. he can't win. He can't win. Even after having two match points. <laughs> so I didn't get the semifinal of the punch out boys that I wanted, but we got we got Taylor Fritz <laughs> who got in there with uh Basilis Vili and we, we kind of knew what was gonna happen there. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, you know, again, punch out boys. If you won half of the punch out boys, then you know how to swing. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He put them hands on Taylor Fritz, and it, it, it was a done dizzle, right? <laughs> exactly, bro. Oh man! But so Bryce, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. In, so that moves him into the finals. Yes. But Cam Nori was not playing around with Dimitrov. No, no, he was like, "It's really, really nice that you made it this far, but, <laughs> but." <laughs> That you are not going to be ready for this lefty swing, and he played an incredible match against Grigor, and and you see, and you can see why he had success. Because what was he doing? He was playing that backhand. He was playing the backhand. He would come in on that backhand, and he was challenging Zverev. I mean, uh, uh, Grigor. He was like, "Beat me with your weaker shot." 
Mm-hmm. And on that day, he just simply could not do it. He was he like, couldn't do it. He just couldn't do it. He was like, I dare you beat me with your backhand. And unfortunately, Grigor was like, I can't today. And so he was like, thank you very much. Collect your check and we'll see you later. Right. right. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So then to yeah. some people, then this was kind of almost like a no name final. Right. Nori versus Basilis really. Right. But for your true tennis fans who have been following tennis the last 12 months, you know that these are two of the hottest guys on tour that are not in the top 10. That's right. That's exactly right. And And Cam should be in the top 10 where he is now as far as the race goes. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been playing some outstanding tennis this year, folks. Incredible tennis. And going into the final, they announced, and I wasn't even familiar with this stat, he had made it to the finals of a tournament on every surface this year. Every surface. So Isn't that when crazy? you talk about an all-court player, right, right, that would be him. So the the final was amazing. You know, Basilevich, of course, came out with the quick hands. You know, right, punch out. He was trying to punch out six three, but you know what? Cam, you know how he put that white tape or that white mask under them eyes. <laughs> he got ready in four and one in the second and third set. And Cam Nori has a master series title. That's not Paris. That's not Paris. <laughs> Explain that. Exactly. Explain that for our listeners that don't understand that comment. Well, I mean, it go, it, it just go look at the tournament and look at all the past winners. And you'll, you'll see Paris is just sort of the last one at the end of the year that apparently none of the folks, the top players really take seriously. Folks are always trying to scramble for some <laughs> points and we just be having some off brand winners of Paris. So, <laughs> I mean, just simply put, just, just go look at the winners list and you'll, you'll see what we talked about. Uh, right. But Bryce, I'm gonna say, I, this is one thing I want to hear your comment on because again, okay. these are both gentlemen on your squad. Yes. And, you know, Fist of Fury came out and he was playing some great tennis. And I honestly thought this was going to be a straight sets match. I really did. Oh, and okay. then okay. because Cam was just struggling, he was struggling. Honestly, I feel like he was struggling up until four all in the second set. And then it just seemed mm-hmm. like he held, and then when he broke Basilas Vili for, for the second set, to me, Basilas Vili went away. And I need you to help and kind of comment and give me your thoughts on this. Because for me, I actually, you know, I, I, I like Nico, but it felt like he, in a sense, was, he, it felt like he kind of gave up a little bit towards the end. Like he really, like his heart wasn't in it. I was expecting him to be like, like, you know, like, but those in Azarenka were, I mean, them, them women were fighting. They were like, I, I don't want, I am not trying to lose a point to you. And they was growling and they was fist pumping and they was doing it, you know, to their camp. Nico just looked like he was all right to lose. And I just did not like that look on him. If I'm being very honest with you, it just really looked like he, kind of just gave it up a little bit in that in that towards the middle end of that third set, which was a little disappointing. I mean, I was happy for Cam because I wanted Cam right. to win. But and I feel like Cam deserved to win based on the year that he's had. But it just fit I feel like Nico kind of fizzled a bit. And I wanted to get your opinion on that. Well, going back to what you said, you know, this was a great final for me because I had, you know, Cam Nori, who is the newest member of my varsity squad. 
going against Vasilishvili, who right. is an existing member on my JV squad. So I was happy for both, but in right. the nature of what varsity means to JV, I was I'm always voting on my varsity <laughs> guys. So I was definitely voting on Cam to win this match. Here's the thing, and I when you look at their games, right? Uh, and I think even one of the commentators made mention, mm-hmm. you know, Basilishvili is another one of these players, and we've seen several like him where they have one, they have one pace, they have one zone, they have one style of play. And and and, and guess what? Most of the time, that's all they need, <laughs> right? Let's be clear. Most <laughs> exactly. of the time, that is absolutely <laughs> all that they need. But one of the things we right. do know about Cam Nori is he is a very smart player. And we know he can change things up. Yes, he is. And we know he has a variety of things, flat shots, low shots, top spin, angle. I mean, he can do so much. And I think, when based upon what you just said, I think it had been a long week for Basilis Vili. Cam was, was really mixing mm-hmm. it up on him. You know, yeah, it just... right. I just don't think he had it in him, and just he wasn't going to hit through him. Yeah, he lost yeah. the fight, it seemed. And you're right, he couldn't hit through him because he tried. And and I tell you what, that backhand may look funny, but Cam Nori, no, he be he be keeping that backhand right, boy. He he, it was it was pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, no, that backhand it looks like a, a crazy old shovel backhand, but it right. is effective. Effective, and he doesn't miss it much. Not a, uh, exactly. And he was playing against the guy who hits the hardest backhand on tour. But at a certain point, yep. sometimes in a match, it isn't just about who can hit the hardest. That's right. That's and right. that's what Cam exactly. Norris showed. And um, and so shout out, really shout out to both of them. Just an amazing week. Yeah. But yeah. really happy for Cam. And uh, the funny thing is someone showed a picture online of a dinner that Team Europe had during um, the Labor Cup. And I don't know if people know this now, but Cam Norrie was there mm-hmm. at Labor Cup as a hitting partner. He wasn't actually on the team. And somebody said, you know, right. describe this picture. So he's a, he's in this picture with CeCe Paz and Zerf and Medvedev and all that. And they said, based upon Indian Wells, Cam Norrie greater than... <laughs> <laughs> all of the people at this, <laughs> at this table. So, right. And the right. other thing that, and I'll just, one more thing that I want to throw. One thing that I'm, I'm very excited about with Cam and a little bit with Basilis Philly, but much more with Cam. I feel like this is mm-hmm. the start of him. I don't think this is a fluke. I don't think we're going to right. No, I think Cam could be another one. Like we talked about Badosa. I think I don't know that Cam will ever be like top four or five ish, but I think he could be a perennial top tenner, like around that eight right, nine, because right. he plays a lot and he goes deep when he plays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. I, I and I don't disagree with that. I, I to me, it will be how people begin to adjust mm-hmm. to Cam, and that's going to be the thing because he's always got the leftiness on his side, and like you said, he plays a lot, so the, so he's going to be in the mix. The thing will be, in my opinion, how people start to really learn his game and build tactics around how to how to get up on him. That's going to be the interesting piece. Yeah. So let's give a few minutes to the men's doubles. (laughs) Definitely. Where we were at this match as well. 
and we got to see yes, Pierce we and Polisek take on the Russians, our guy Karatsev and uh, Rublev. And and all and, and shout yes. out to Pierce and Polisek for winning. And they should have won. They are the doubles team, right? Uh, right. Avron right. and and Andre are very good as two singles players playing doubles. But when they play a doubles team, mm-hmm. they're at a little bit right. of a disadvantage. The thing that I took away, and especially Isaac, I don't know if you saw this from watching the finals. I definitely think Oslov is, Oslan is the best doubles player out of the Russians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the four. Of the four, sure. yeah. He, he yeah. has some very good hands at the net. Uh, yes. And he can bang yes. just like the rest of the Russians can uh, as well. I kind of felt a little bit like Rublev was the weak link there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And we've seen that. And as you know, and a bunch of folks on, on Team World even commented on his on his heavy hands, um, <laughs> <laughs> which kudos to him, though, with all of that being said, he can also stand up to all of them and be like, who got a gold medal in mixed doubles? There you go. That'd be me. So, <laughs> you know, so at the same time, they bust on his hands, but he must be doing something right. So, so, but I agree with you, Bryce. He definitely was the the weakest link on the day. Um, Piers and Polasek just, they just played some great, great tennis. And, and that was once again, another ridiculous final, Um, just competitive from start to finish. They were going at it. Um, Just, yeah, it, it was just really a great showing of how two singles, two top singles players go against a top doubles team. And it was very competitive, but at the in the end, those critical points, the doubles team ended up pulling out. And the other thing that I'm going to put out there is your homework for the week, people, <laughs> is I'm going to need you to go to YouTube. I'm going to need you to put this in your search. I'm going to need you to put this in your search. I'm going to need you to put Rublev one O-N-E, One Direction, all right? There's going to be a video that comes up. Rublev used to be in a One Direction cover band, and it looks like it wasn't that long ago, actually. No, and I'm going to need you to watch that video, and we're going to talk about it next week. <laughs> I just need you to watch the video, and we're going to talk about it next week. <laughs> notice, you know, notice my laughter, people. So <laughs> do yourself a favor and go out and just 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 look at the video. Just just one time. <laughs> You'll never be right after that. <laughs> no. no. So Isaac, let me throw something oh. on the table for you. Um, yes, sir. and just FYI, y'all, anyone that's looking to hear about the tournaments that are going on this week, you will need to come to the after show. Because we, we just don't have enough time to go through all of those right now. But I want to throw this out to you, Isaac. Indian Wells is going to yes. be back here in March. Yeah, five all months right? or less than that. <laughs> yep. Now, I'm assuming we have the same cast of characters playing, but we probably also mm-hmm. have Osaka in the mix, Ash Barty in the mix. Yes. Djokovic, yep. uh, maybe Nadal and Federer, all the big three. Uh, Dominique Team. Yeah. It's possible. In the mix. That's right. Uh, do you expect mm-hmm. that, or do any of those players you expect to not be here in March either? Um, I expect to see Novak for sure. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think he will be back because, again, I just think that Novak is at that point where he's like, you know, I did what I was trying to do for this year. I need a break. And I think he's off mentally trying to get himself right to come back and have a strong 2022. Will Nadal be there? I honestly don't think so. I think Nadal is going to be gearing up for the clay. Like I told you, I am afraid of anybody that plays Nadal when he gets on clay next year, because I think if his <laughs> foot is right, he is going to be out for straight up vengeance. Um, and, and it's not going to be pretty. So do I think Nadal will be there? I actually am. I would not count on that. Um, fed, fed, we know fed loves playing Indian Wells. Um, right. I think it will really depend on how he starts the year off. If he gets to Australia and has a good showing and, you know, he plays a warm up tournaments and all that fun stuff. If he does okay there, then I think it's a good chance that we'll see him. But I'm not going to say with 100% certainty that we will, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be very much dependent on how his year kind of starts out and how he's feeling. Um, That'll then determine if he makes it to Indian Wells. Osaka, with everything that's been happening on the personal side and, you know, not personal side, but just with, you know, everything, um, you know, I guess it is personal. Mm -hmm. Um, I. For me, I just don't know where she's at as it relates to her tennis as a whole. Because remember, she 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 broke down and was like, I don't know when y'all gonna see me back on the tennis court. <laughs> so <laughs> it could be next year, it could be 2023. She might just take a year off. Remember, Barty did it. Um, and and she was better for it. Right. Um, and so I I wouldn't be mad at her if she did that. So for me, I I don't know. I I I am not expecting to see Osaka. As weird as that sounds, I'm not expecting to see her next year uh, at Indian Wells. Um, yeah, I expect to see Team. I know he'll be there. I hope to see Serena. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you. I'm, 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 again, hesitant because every time I look on the TV, I see new commercials from Serena. So I feel like Serena is kind of embracing her mogul, which, trust me, y'all, I ain't mad at that. Serena deserves right. to make her money. She deserves to make them coins. It's been far overdue. I, I, if Serena was on every other commercial on TV, I would not be mad at her because, again, she deserves it. And it's something that she didn't have when she was really in her prime when she should have, like a Federer and some of the other folks. So with that being said, I don't know how serious Serena is as it relates to getting back on tour because she might be like, you know what? My bank account is looking swole. So I might just keep on doing what I'm doing. So anyway, that's my take on it. I would love to hear your take on it, Bryce, as far as those players and what you think their likelihood of being in Indian Wells next year is. You know, and and, and before I even give my perspective on this, what's interesting to me is what are they going to do about points? You know, do Indian Wells points from October come off when it's played in March? Or do those points stay on all the way until October of next year? That's a great question, my friend. I honestly don't know how the rankings are going to work as it relates to those points. AJ, we see you out there. If you got thoughts on that, because you might know a little something about that. That's right. Uh, put up, it in AJ? the chat and let us know. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious how the whole point thing is, points thing is going to work. But I kind of agree with a lot of what you said. I think Novak absolutely will be there. I do think it's going to be very health dependent on both Roger and Rafa, whether or not they attend. Uh, Since team didn't have to have surgery, I'm assuming he'll be back by then. and He'll be wanting to play catch up at that point. 
I will expect for Venus and Serena to both be there. It's California tournament in their backyard, you know, the whole nine. I think for a lot of players uh, that pulled out, it was kind of like because Indian Wells was at the end of the year. And, like, if they weren't playing anything after that anyway, then mm-hmm. why not? But the with it being in March and, you know, everything really kind of kicking off and being one of the, the, the biggest tournaments at the start of the year, I think that excuse won't be used. I See, I believe Osaka will be there. Uh, I think by that time, you know, uh, oh, okay. She will play okay. Ben Bag. I think she'll return for the Australian Open. And, um, you know, she'll be playing her hardcore swing. I think Ash Barty will be be back. Um, I do agree if anybody were to skip, I do think Rafa is right. the most likely. Uh, just because I don't know how he is with the hardcores and... I do agree mm-hmm. there's going to probably be a high – look, he knows his – with all – okay, and we haven't even talked about this today. This is maybe a different episode, so, you know, maybe we don't have to go real deep <laughs> in it. But because Novak missed so many opportunities at the end of this year mm-hmm. to kind of separate himself, we are going into 2020 – I mean, excuse me, 2022 with the big three mm-hmm. all at 20. And especially – if Novak does not win the Australian Correct. Open, Nadal could be the first one to go to 21. Mm-hmm. Very at well. The French could. Open. Yep, very well could be. Um, That's right. So, yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting. And I'm going to tell you yeah. one other thing. And this is just kind of something that's floating in the back of my mind. I have a feeling, though, we have reached. The point. I mean, we've been talking about next gen for a while, and when I think they're here now. I think they're here now, and I think when Roger comes back, mm. and when Nadal comes back, and when Djokovic comes back, and you saw how they were treating Djokovic out the back end of this year. I think <laughs> there is going. <clears throat> I right. think we're going to start to see more losses by the big three next year to next gen people. I think next year right. is the first year well, that we I, really, truly see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, I definitely think that you will see a lot of wins by both uh, Medvedev and um, Zverev. I'm still a little mm-hmm. iffy <laughs> on, the, on the other uh, next geners. Because if I look at a Rublev versus a Nadal, even though he did beat Nadal on clay, um, but I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I still see them just being so much more just kind of, you know, the confidence and just overshadowing someone like him, like, a, a, you know, a Felix. If they do win, I feel like it'll be more flukish than more of a, yeah, this is about to be the new trend. I feel like Zverev and Medvedev are going to be of the mindset. No, I plan on beating you every time we get out on this court. Whereas I think with the others, and I'm including Pass and the others, I think it will be still more of a exception-based win versus it being, nope, I expect to beat you and will beat you every time we get on the court. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Let me tell you where I'm coming from, though. Yeah. I'm coming from now we're in a situation that 
the big three and a lot of the major tournaments are going to potentially have to go through an FAA, a Baratini, a CC Pass, a Zara. A I'm looking at the mm-hmm. collective effort. And just like how a lot of people have said, oh, you know, right. Medvedev got the assist from Zavera. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking from even Zverev. if the big three pull out some of those wins against maybe the ones that you're saying are not Medvedev and are not Zavera, I think they're going to be much more difficult matches to win. Mm-hmm. And, right. I agree. And, uh, I and agree I feel like the collective effort is going to probably make it much more difficult for the big three to run off some of these titles. Um, but I'm excited oh, yeah. for it. You know, I've, I've gotten, you know, you and yeah. I have talked over the last several years about, oh, what a sad day it's going to be when Roger's gone and, and this and that. I've, I've turned that page now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you know, exactly. I have I, as well. I'm excited yep. about this next group. I'm not trying to push the big three out nope, at nope, all. not trying to push them out. But it's nope. no longer a sad type situation for me. Now it's kind of like, exactly. yeah, the, the, these guys are the next ones, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree with you, Bryce. And we're going to see a bit more surprises as well. Because, again, even though Novak is still number one, you got Nadal that's going to basically fall outside of the top eight. And Federer might even fall outside the team. Hell, Federer might not be in the top 32. <laughs> hey, look, wait a minute. You know we got Serena in the 40s or something, right? Right, 50, right. I mean, she, she, she's like that. So Come on. If, so, if their mindset was, oh, put me anywhere in the draw, I got to win seven matches anyway, that would be a healthy mindset to have. Yeah, exactly. Because you just exactly. might be anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. In the draw. So I'm a little fearful, honestly, for, for Roger, to be honest, because again, he's not going to be of, of the ranking to be able to get an easy draw. I think he is going to see, like you said, a Shapovalov, an FAA, you know, some of these guys who are really feeling themselves. That's going to be like a third, fourth round match now. Right. Right. And that, exactly. that is dangerous. <laughs> Oh boy. Yes, sir. So, so look, we have to wrap this up because we got to get ready to jump over to IG Live. And like, like I said, if you want to hear us talk about the tournaments that are happening this week, pop on over there. We'll talk about that. But Isaac, we cannot yes. leave without giving a shout out to some of the great people that we spent time with oh, uh, yes. over the past week at Indian Wealth. And just, just help me out with the shout outs here, man. So, Let's start off with our with our uh, our sisters on tennis, Angela and Elisa. Yes, yes, gotta 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 love uh, show some love for those two. I mean, they they just treated us so nicely, Bryce. I mean, it was really awesome to get to know them and and and, and just enjoy tennis with them. That was really really a fun time. Yes. it was really great. Looking forward to right. more to come as well. Absolutely. Shout out to Jaime. Yes, Jaime. We can see it everywhere around the tournament. <laughs> Absolutely. And for being so supportive of us, we, we appreciate that so Absolutely. much. Shout out to your guy, Noel. Yes, yes. Uh, be on the lookout, folks. Uh, uh, we met uh, a gentleman named Noel, and uh, he is just um, you know, just, just a great guy. He, he is doing some uh, training. He's done some uh, um, uh, training, uh, um, you know, for the ATP and, uh, he's been doing some, 
work with uh, uh, actually an Olympian, Olympian uh, track star from uh, Brazil. Um, I don't want to mess up the name right now. Um, I'm sorry, that's right, not Brazil, Jamaica. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, it was a silver medalist from the 2020 games. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, we look forward to having him. Frazier may be in her name. Just Price may be, might in, her be name. in her name. You know, <laughs> just a little, little sprinkle. So right. our goal is to talk to Noel and get him on the show just to talk about just the perspective that he has, you know, across all these different uh, sports and, and some of the folks he's been uh, been associated with. Bryce, I, I'm looking forward to that big time. Um, for the night that it rained, shout out to listeners Linnell and David. <laughs> and that's all we got to say because y'all know how it went down that night. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know Linnell yes. and David because they've been longtime listeners, you know, of us. Yes. And it felt like we were with family. It was family. It really was. Those are two incredible individuals. And I, <laughs> I just love both of them. <laughs> Shout out to Todd, Mr. Yes. Laguna Beach. Mr. Laguna Beach. Yes, sir. What's uh, up, Todd? Uh, shout out to Robert Turner and to Ann. Yes, yes. Come on. Uh, these are folks that we, we've known, or at least Robert, we've known for a while. We got to meet his lovely sister. Uh, and hung, we hung out with them on uh, two nights, in fact, and just... Yeah, they talk about family. I mean, just just incredible knowledge sharing there. Just so much that we were able to garner uh, from both of them. So, um, so yeah, Robert and so awesome to to spend time with you and enjoy uh, the the game of tennis with you. It was awesome. Shout out to BG Lamont and Lloyd. Yes, yes. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, y'all. We got work to do. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh. And so from, good, y'all. Oh, yes. That absolutely. And from my locker room days, our boy Mitchell coming through. Yes, Mitch Mitchell. Sorry I didn't get to see you, by the way, Mitchell, but I'm glad uh, that you made it to the tournament and you and Bryce were able to connect. I know that we will connect again in the future. Uh, but yeah, Mitchell's all Mitchell's awesome. Shout out to Sven Gronefeld. Now, you know that's our coach, right? Come on now, Coach Coach. Yeah, up, yeah. So great to great to finally get a chance to meet him in person. And and that was awesome. Am I missing anybody else, Isaac, that we I know I am. So I mean you know, I mean there were other people we met, you know, like Linda. We met Oh uh, Linda, yeah, yes. yeah. Linda, shout out to Linda. Uh yes. thanks, Glenn. Another good contact through you. She, she knows you very well, but Linda's a coach and 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 she's someone that plays both tennis and uh, what's what's the other game? Not paddle tennis, but what's it called? Uh, pickleball. Pickleball. Thank you. Yes. Pickleball. She's 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 incredible on the pickleball side. So, Linda, it was awesome meeting you and sharing some time with you as well. Yeah. So it was a really great time. If 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 we kicked it with you and we didn't mention you, blame it on our minds, not our hearts. Um, it <laughs> just was right. a wonderful, wonderful trip here at Indian Wells, and we look forward to seeing being here back in March uh, when when they have the spring right. edition. So, any final words for our listeners this week, That's Isaac? Right. Uh, the one thing, folks, don't forget merch. Yes. Merch, because while quietly we were at the we were at the tournament. We had on our merch. 
We did get some side eye, which I find to be hilarious. But for the most part, uh, the majority of people were just like, we love your shirts. Those are so awesome. And and we were like, we have a website. Go on out, check it out. So again, y'all, don't forget, we got merch out there for you. So if you, if again, if we're coming up on the holiday season, um, get, get your loved ones some merch, man. All right. That's what I got, Bryce. What about you, brother? The only thing I got is if you want to continue the conversation, come on over to IG Live. We'll be there in a few minutes. So, well, all right, y'all. Until next week, on behalf of the podcast, this is your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone be safe out there.